OVW Overdrive and it's better better it's getting some it's kind of getting back into the groove really as I said before I like a higher valley like them a lot you know and have liked them in the past and was a bit uh, confused to find them not to my taste recently but this is getting better I mean it's uh, it's not fantastic but you know it's it's a better piece of work um First of all, up, up here you've got William Lutz versus Atiba. And it's new. It's it, You know, this is um, recent. There aren't that many there in the room. But then we've got a coronavirus situation and a, a pandemic situation here. So that's not surprising. And actually, it's not a bad little match. It's nothing special. You know, there is um, a high cross body from, uh, from Atiba. And he... Uh, gets so overexcited he rolls over Lutz and so he can't make the pin he has to go back to do it but in the end Lutz gets the straight jacket DDT for the win he's kind of a kooky guy you never know what to expect so I sort of feel that sort of thing is a bit forced and I think it certainly is here now on to a woman's match Holly Hood versus Lilith Grimm and they are going an enormous uh, amount of um putting an enormous amount of store by Lilith Grimm, who is supposed to be some form of demon. However, she doesn't have any kind of makeup on. You don't have any corpse paint or anything like that in the usual time-honoured wrestling way to, to denote a demon. She looks like Nia Jax. It doesn't really... Um, sorry, Nyla Rose. It's like Nyla Rose. So, you know, we see her close up and we go, ooh, she's a demon. Well, actually, no, she... She's pretty pleasant, pleasant to look at. Doesn't look like any kind of demon. And later on, she'll be interviewed. In this match, though, they're constantly mentioning her, how powerful she is. And she is powerful. She hits a lovely delayed vertical suplex. They keep saying how terrifying she is. She hits a Boston um, crab, but Holly gets to the ropes. Um, she grabs her off the ropes and just kind of dumps her down. I don't think it was that she lost control. I think she just was showing, well, actually, I don't need to do anything with you. I'm just going to drop you on the mat here. But in the end, Holly hits her sock full of rocks, which is often her assisted finishing move, and puts her out. Now, of course you've got Holly Hood, who's got help on the side, got the luscious one with her but you know if you're really pushing a wrestler you don't have her lose and you don't have her lose in this way because I know it was a sort of a sneaky victory but she was out cold isn't she a terrifying demon though so why is she unconscious seems like just an ordinary woman to me oh well Booking, booking, booking. Hey, Omar Amir is the new heavyweight champ. I didn't see the um, the Battle Royal, the Rumble, the Nightmare Rumble for the, um, the heavyweight championship and you've put it on Omar Amir. Okay. Not sure that gentleman would earn the title Mr. Charisma. 
even if he purchased it and changed his name by deed poll. I'm not sure he'd be owning that. Still, he's a um, a good stable hand to be interim champion. Don't know what happened to Goddess. Maybe we will see that in, com- in, in coming weeks. But it's interesting. We see him beating up Tony C- Tom Coffey here. Doesn't really bother him. Doesn't touch the sides. There's your new champion. Good luck with that, OVW. And now to one of the main parts of this show, which is Lilith Grimm is going to be interviewed. And there she is. With, I can't remember his name, the bloke who presents it. That's how much he he makes an impression. Anyway, he's frightened. She's got some kind of, I suppose it's a demon mask, but it looks like a sort of dinosaur plastic mask from a joke shop, really. It's big. And it's got some kind of bells on it. So when she turns her head, it sounds like her neck's cracking. That's a nice moment. Of course, she does speak. And it's a sort of vocoded voice or one of those kind of... I mean, not like Andre the Giant. That's just my impression. But, you know, that sort of thing. It's either dropped in later or it's some kind of voice box. Yeah. Towards the end of the... Or at the end of the interview, he says, well, that's the end. Thank you very much. She then grabs him grabs his chest, he disappears in a bad CGI puff of smoke and she comes up with his heart and starts eating it. But hang on, it's alright, it's only a dream. So he's sitting there on the chair, he's dreamt this, she comes in, he runs off. It's quite nice, but really, you need to get a better mask than some kind of plastic thing. You know. So, to their other go-to team, the Legacy of Violence. Is that what they're called? L-O-V? Yeah, with their manager, Josh Asscrap. Josh Asscrap? We might well be from the way he works. Anyway, so it's Steve Michaels and Zoe versus Demolition Don and Ashton Cole. Yeah. It's really not much. It's L-O-V brutalising them really big. Michaels leg drop. You know, you, you can't have big men doing too much. Although these days, you kind of can. So I'm just going to add a caveat and disagree with myself. No, you're not. Yes, I am. You're not. I'm telling you. I've told you this before. No, lockdown's not affecting me at all. So yeah, he drops her leg drop. Yes, he's a big man. But really, big men of his size can do moonsaults now, even at 400 pounds and so. So, you know, I'm kind of wanting something else, really. Dunn sells the slams that he gets very well. He screams with pain. That's lovely. There is a big backdrop for the pin. They're big. Did I mention that? Big, 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 big. That is all. As crap. So to your main event. This really a main event? It's Dustin Jackson whose leg I've seen. Remember when he got his leg taken out that time when he was... It was it was to a match for the to come in second to last in the Nightmare Rumble. He had his leg taken out, and then arrived back in this. No way he can do. It. Oh, he's done a drop kick. Oh, he's scaled the rope. All that. He did come out second to last in the Nightmare Rumble. Didn't get it done. Anyway, there he is with Brandon Espinosa, who apparently is a veteran of OVW. Blimey, that's like saying you're still living with your mother when you're 35. Okay. It's not bad. It's not bad. 
At the beginning, Jackson can't get his jacket off. There isn't that much action here. I'm not convinced by, by Jackson. He hits an arm bar. Well, that's lovely. And that he does, though, get a nice Michinoku driver. And, of course, he goes over here. So, you know, it's it's okay. As a, as a main event, it's all right. And what we've got here, generally, is a nice kind of through line with um, the two... Uh, host saying, I've got a demon here. Will, will that affect my insurance? Oh, you don't want to be driving with a demon in the car. It's really going to be effective insurance. That's really nice. I don't really want to see more of that. You've got a new character who they've not really introduced so well because she was kind of jobbed out. The interview was okay. Segment was quite nice. You've got some matches that are okay. Nothing that makes you think, oh my God, that's awful. But nothing that makes you think, oh, marvellous. But we're cranking up. So a three and a half out of five is on the good side for OVW now. Trying to stay positive here. Stay positive, Steve. Oh, yes. And we'll see what next week brings. Ha-ha! Ta-ta! That's crap. <laughs>